Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Guard Report on CLNS and Celtics Blog. I'm Jared Weiss. I'm joined by CLNS founder Nick Gelso and CLNS superstar and the greatest freelancer in all of freelancing, Jimmy <laughs> okay. Toscano, I'll take that. I'll as take we that. call him. The Celtics <laughs> just fell to the Cleveland Cavs 114-91. They are now in second place. Shocking, I know. Uh, the Cavs have essentially locked up the one seed if they Whoa, pretty much whoa, win whoa, their whoa, next two whoa. games they because they hold the tiebreaker over the Celtics now. They have the individual tie, the head tiebreaker. They have the conference record tiebreaker in their favor. Pretty much everything in their favor. So it looks like the Celtics are most likely going to go into the two seed, which is four games left. So let's talk about what fine. happened tonight, and then in part two we'll talk about that two seed. First off, LeBron James had a 15-point second quarter that Nick was just – it was reminiscent of game six I was in the, the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals. We were sitting in the exact same spot yeah, we in the halo we were sitting in last time. Even tonight, we had one of those situations where the Celtics were getting blown out and some drunk guy right under us started the Let's Go Celtics chant, just like they did when Ray Allen hit a shot in the 2012 ECF. I think tonight was – Celtics fans expected more. I think – people in general the Celtics themselves expected more but when LeBron turned it up in the second quarter Jared you saw him swat Isaiah go out into the crowd you explain it better than me how did it happen he literally I think it was Isaiah like smashed the ball into the stands I think Isaiah tumbled into the front row LeBron runs all the way to the barrier where the fans are he flexes for like 10 seconds and just starts literally high-fiving every single person in that section he was there for like two minutes. I never really, I haven't and seen no double, like that no a delay of time. game called. And Not that was a single in, Celtics fan took a swing. And no. that was him, <laughs> that was him in an away it's stadium. That's not the old guard. We're not in the old guard. Not the old guard. We do not assault pub, uh, athletes as much as no. we used to in the garden. No, no, we do not. But uh, yeah, I mean, LeBron was LeBron. The Cavs showed that they're still the cream of the crop in the Eastern Conference, and the Celtics showed they have a lot of work to do. Yeah, well, I think I think Nick nailed. I mean. LeBron did his thing in the second quarter, and not coincidentally, it was the same quarter. Not to say that Isaiah Thomas would be guarding LeBron James, but Isaiah Thomas sitting on the pine for the majority of the, or most of the beginning of the second quarter there, when the Cavs did all their damage, and they just took a game that the Celtics were leading, and they took a double-digit lead, they took all the momentum, LeBron's high-fiving guys in the stands, and... The Celtics didn't come out with any extra fire or power momentum in the third quarter. That run in the second quarter proved extremely costly. So the big question now is, how can the Celtics win 
if Isaiah Thomas doesn't play 48 minutes. That's That's been the issue. Sorry to cut you off, but that's been a huge issue this entire season. And Stevens went with this lineup for like six minutes straight while the Celtics were getting buried there. LeBron and Kyrie were overpowering them. It was very clear that the Cavs, I mean, as they always do, obviously, were just physically overpowering the Celtics. The Celtics are a finesse team. That's what Brad Stevens has always labeled them as. And that's usually okay if they're executing well and they're hitting three-pointers. But tonight, they shot seven for 33 from deep, while the Cavs, they shot a little bit better from three. And they were on pace to take 100 shots in this game. The pace, the tempo was you know, breakneck for the Cavs. It was a Cavaliers pace. It was really. And, and quite honestly, uh, the Celtics can't rely so much on Isaiah Thomas. They need to find somebody else to step up in the playoffs because defenses are going to clamp down. That perimeter game, if it's not going, we saw tonight what happens. It's ugly. I mean, it's very simple. The the, the Celtics aren't as talented as the Cavs. No. The Cavs can get away with missing a couple of shots because they can rely on Rod Town, LeBron, Love, Kyrie. The Celtics, they didn't bring the effort that they need to bring, that they bring in most of regular season games. That's where they are where they are right now because of their effort, not because of their raw talent. They aren't the most talented team in the league. They're not going to be the most talented team in the Eastern Conference, not even close. So if they can ramp up the intensity for 48 minutes, that's the only way they're, they're going to be able to compete. I will. We'll come back in part two and we'll talk more about that. Before we go, our sponsor for part one of the show is Blue Apron. If you go to blueapron.com slash garden report, you will get three free meals and free shipping when you sign up. We use Blue Apron every week here at the Garden Report. It's it's the only way I'm able to cook meals at home when I work this job. <laughs> work a lot of nights. I really I love Blue Apron. I made a great meal. I think it was a, it was like a turkey meatball dish. You know what was with good? Kale. The flatbread was good. No, I haven't the had that yet. Okay, I'm gonna try really I'm gonna try that. Pizza? You should try that. So go okay. to blueapron.com slash garden report and we will be right back in part two of this show on clns and celtics blog hey what's going on everybody it's jimmy toscano here from the garden report coming to you just after a huge celtics win over the cleveland cavaliers here at the td garden this place was absolutely rocking and you can expect to hear and see that the rest of the way from the regular season on into the playoffs my question to you do you want to be a part of that because if so, listen up. As the playoff push heats up, SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every game. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. Maybe a little Isaiah Thomas three-pointer, a Joel J. Crowder put-back dunk. Who knows? It could be anything. SeatGeek will be there to get you closer to the action for a great value. I got the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. And I actually did just use SeatGeek recently to buy some tickets, not to the Celtics, but to the other team who plays here in the TD Garden, the Boston Bruins. Switch it up a little bit. I don't need to buy Celtics tickets, folks. Remember that. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. Saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, as we mentioned, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with complete confidence. And it doesn't end with sports. SeatGeek also has plenty of concert, comedy, and theater tickets available, too. I know my guy Jared Weiss recently used it to buy some Kanye West tickets. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. So now you really got to listen. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, first you got to do is download the SeatGeek app. 
go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter this promo code, garden report. Easy enough, right? Garden report, one word, garden report. Also known as the best Celtics postgame show ever created. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code garden report and we will see you inside the TD Garden. Welcome to part two of the Garden Report on CLNS and Celtics Blog. I'm Jared Weiss. I'm joined with Nick Gelso and Jimmy Toscano. The Celtics just fell 114-91 to the Cleveland Cavaliers. That was a disaster. We covered that in part one. Part two, first we're going to talk about SeatGeek. If you want to go to that John Mayer concert that Jimmy Toscano is very uh, excited to I go will be to. There. Another reason to use SeatGeek, you'll see me there. That's right. So if you <laughs> want to meet Jimmy Toscano, the only way to do it is a SeatGeek. Whether it's a Celtics game or a John Mayer concert or a yep. John Mayer Celtics concert, Gravity. you go to SeatGeek, you go into the settings tab, and you enter the promo code Garden Report, and you're going to get $20 sent back to you when you make your purchase. I, it's the best deal possible. I've already used it. I think all of us have I've already used, used it. it. Now I can't use it anymore. Now so let's talk we, about... We have well, more promo codes. All right, good. That's right. We have more promo yeah. codes. So <laughs> let's talk about... The Celtics playoff situation. They're essentially locked into the second seed now after losing to Cleveland, losing that tiebreaker, falling a game behind them in the standings. Right now, there's a three-way tie at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. At the seventh seed right now, it's Miami. Or, I'm sorry, Chicago. Eight seed Miami. Nine seed Indiana. They're going to face one of those teams. Nick, who is the team that they struggle to match up with the most? I think, well, right now, Chicago is surging and put Rajon Rondo in the playoffs. National Ooh, television. He's always on national TV. National, national TV, TV for a Bulls, full. I know, uh, come Look on. Out. So I, I guess I don't want to see the Bulls, but it's kind of a toss-up between all of them, wouldn't you say? I mean, all three teams. Come on, pick one. The Bulls. You don't want to see the Bulls? No. I don't want to see the Heat. No, I was coming. My main reason is coaching. They have the best coach out of the three. Spolstra is, a, Spolstra is a basketball brainiac mind. Everyone knows how great the Heat have been playing the second half of the season. Historically good turnaround from where they were before the All-Star break. The Bulls, the Celtics beat the crap out of the Bulls the last time. I'm sorry. I just don't see the Bulls turning it around in a sense where they're going to have this inspired play for an entire series. And the Pacers, give me the Pacers. If I'm the Celtics, I want to take the Pacers. I think they're the worst out of three. I don't really think the Pacers make the playoffs, though. So yeah, they might not see them. You know, it's funny because we have this situation where I think Miami is the is the only one of those three teams that's actually a well-run team right now. Right. Has a good system. Um, you know, they've got a lot of talent. And Deion Waiters wasn't even here when the Celtics barely Very beat true. them. So that'll Very be. Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing that in 2017 we're talking about Deion, Deion Waiters, Waiters being the X factor in a playoff series. <laughs> but that's where we are at this point of society. 2017, um, bro. Anything goes. Exactly. And you know, Paul George and Jimmy Butler are great players. The Celtics have the personnel in place to neutralize. Or not neutralized but try to contain them it didn't work against lebron tonight despite this gigantic lawnmower right next to me but the celtics have shown that they are capable of throwing multiple bodies at those two guys to try to corral them and the bulls and the pacers do not have anyone that i could count on over the course of a four or a six game playoff series seven game playoff series god forbid uh that they could really make up for if the celtics are able to successfully defend those two guys i agree that miami is the best team out of those three I wouldn't be surprised if Miami remains in the eight seed and faces Cleveland, though. So I still expect the Chicago to be the team that they see. Don't you, doesn't Rondo in the playoffs, Butler, concern you at all? Sort of. Sort of. I've lost my faith in playoff Rondo, but national TV Rondo will always be a thing. Last time I watched him on national TV, he put on a show, and they had a huge comeback in the fourth quarter, right. along with Nikola Mirotic, who was out of the rotation the last time the Bulls were in town about a month ago. Do you remember the last time the Celtics played the Bulls in the playoffs? 
Rajon Rondo's yeah. triple-double series. That was incredible. Yeah. I'm going to say this. The reason why we're all concerned about who the Celtics might play in the first round now is because they just got stomped by the Cavs. And maybe the Celtics aren't as good as everybody thought they were last week. That's, I think, the feeling going through some fans' heads right now. Rightfully so. A bad performance tonight. Um, we really shouldn't... If the Celtics end up as a one-seed or a two-seed, it shouldn't matter who they play in the first round, okay? They should beat that team. It doesn't matter who it is. It's the second round that you really need to be concerned about if I'm a Celtics fan because assuming they get out of the first round, if they end up as a second seed, now they're probably in line to play the Toronto Raptors, who they've had plenty of trouble with throughout the course of the regular season with or without Kyle Lowry, who will be who should be back for that. Well, he, just, he just came back yeah, he tonight, He just came actually. back. He should still, I'm sure he's healthy enough to continue to play. So that is a serious concern if I'm a Celtics fan or player. I, w- I wouldn't be concerned. You can't be concerned if you're a player, but if you're a fan, you should be. And you brought up tonight, and you brought it up earlier, the Celtics are looking for respect, right? They're constantly right. talking about that. Tonight, national television, Celtics threw up a stinker. They look like a JV team. Right. The good news for them is that they can keep playing that no respect card for the rest of the yeah. way. Uh, I don't think they earned any tonight, uh, so they won't be getting much from a national standpoint. Yeah, the Roddy Dangerfield approach only right, works for right. so long. Right. No. As somebody tweeted to me, it's going to work until it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Let's leave it on that. Yeah. So, for Jimmy Toscano with the great pun there, for Nick Gelso, I'm Jared Weiss. For Jeremy the lawnmower Carp guy. He's behind the camera. For the lawnmower <laughs> guy that had to start right when we taped the show, this is the Garvin Report on CLNS and Celtics Blog. We will see you on the next one.